grandfather's sister was an only child. Now, <laughs> Rini uh, grew up in Paddington at the, uh, in the start of the last century, back when owning a, a terrace house in Paddington didn't mean you were a very trendy person with a lot of money. It basically meant that you were poor and your house was, was small. And her father worked very hard at the factory. Her mother had a uh, drinking problem. And the highlight of Irene's week was every Sunday morning when her dad would take her down to Centennial Park and just sit her down on the grass and let her play on the grass. It was an escape from the, uh, the grim reality of her life. And she started, as she grew up, she started to notice people in the park at the same time as, as them every Sunday. There was the couple walking the dog. There was this guy who would sit on the bench, roll a drum, roll your own cigarette, have a smoke and then walk off. There was the, the minister from the Sunday school who would take the boys down to kick a football around. And she started to feel like she and them were part of the fabric of the park as much as the, the, the bronze cannons and the... the White Pavilion to commemorate the uh, centenary and the, and the geese on the lake. Anyway, Rini, Rini got older. She, be, she was a teenager. She was waiting after school for her mum to walk her home and her mum turned up pretty drunk as usual and Rini had had enough and she said, Mum, you're always drunk. Why are you always drunk? And her mum just said, Don't tell me what to do and I'm not your mother. Your father didn't want you, gave you away, and your dad and me, we, we raised you. So Rini grew old, but wondering, who, what was, this, who was this man who gave away a baby? And what, what was her real story? But she, she married, she raised her own family, and they moved out of home. She, she was still always wondering... What was her own story? You know, she got in touch with radio station 2GB. They had, they had a, a, a program in the 70s where people who with long lost friends and relatives could get in touch with each other. This was long before the days of Facebook when you, you know, way too much about your long lost uh, friends and relatives. <laughs> a half sister of Rini's got in touch with her and introduced her back into the family. And this is when Rini discovered that she wasn't an only child. She had 21 brothers <laughs> and sisters. My uncle always used to say, you can't chuck a rock without hitting a relative. <laughs> <laughs> Rini got to meet brothers, sisters, half-brothers, half-sisters, nieces, nephews, this particular grand-nephew. And... One person she didn't meet was my grandfather, who always talked about this long-lost little sister, because Rini got in touch with us in 1975, and my grandfather died in 1974. But here was here Rini's real story. Rini's mother died in childbirth, giving birth to her 14th child. Her father fostered out the children at the time to various relatives and people and various other friends until he could get back on his feet. He, only, he eventually ended up marrying the, the housekeeper and having eight more children because this was uh, before television. <laughs> uh, 
But he didn't think it was fair to give a, a newborn baby to someone who had a family, couldn't devote the time to it. But what he did have was a workmate who was, had a wife, but for some reason they could not have children of their own. And so without any official adoption papers happening, he gave this newborn baby to this workmate to be their own baby. So it wasn't that he didn't want to keep this baby, but he wanted to give her the best chance of growing up in a loving family. Now, he did give this baby away to this workmate on one condition. That every weekend, he would take the baby down to Centennial Park and let her play on the grass while her real father would sit on a bench, roll his own drum cigarette, and slowly walk, get up and walk past and watch his daughter play on the grass. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah.